we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. It was all started by a match. Oh boy, here we go! Are you kidding me? Out of the gates, this is not happening! By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig! Pumba, you are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. My name is David Dollar. Thank you so much for joining us once again, guys. I am, I'm excited to be here. I love talking Disney. I love talking shop here. This is the 53rd episode of the Magic on a Dollar podcast. And thank you once again for listening to the show, subscribing, downloading, reviewing, sharing, telling people about it. I thank you. You have my eternal gratitude. As the aliens say, we are eternally grateful. Thank you so much. This coming Sunday, I want to give you a few announcements. This coming Sunday, I will be doing the Parkeology Challenge at Disneyland. I'll be at Disneyland from Saturday night to Wednesday. And on Sunday, myself and my good friend Joey, another travel planner, will be doing the challenge where basically we get to ride 47 attractions in one single operating day. From the time the park opens to the time the park closes, Disneyland and California Adventure will be going back and forth between the two parks in order to get ourselves an online certification. That's really that's really it. It's just an online badge that we get to say that we We've done both parks all in one day, but it's really cool because I don't know a lot of people that, that have done it. A lot of people have attempted, but not a lot of people succeed for various reasons. Uh, one of the main things is that you can't accept any help from anybody. Cast members, guests can't give you special help or let you jump ahead of them in line. You know, if a ride breaks down and they give you a fast pass to come back later, you have to use that anytime fast pass for that attraction. You can't go and do another attraction with it. You know, and if a ride breaks down, say at 10 or 11 in the morning and it was open earlier that day, but then closed and it's closed for the rest of the day, then we fail because we have to ride every attraction that opens up that day. You know, there are, there are, I think four attractions that, that are there that will be closed. So we won't have to do those, but we do have to do 47 in one day. It's going to be awesome. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Disney on a dollar. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at magic on a dollar. You can follow along. I'll be doing Insta stories. I'll be doing Twitter updates all day long. Uh, also find Joey at mouse host on, uh, on Twitter as well, so follow him as well and, and give him a follow on the Twitters. There's some other things going on today, of course. Hollywood Studios celebrating their 30th anniversary today, and we'll get to that news. Matter of fact, let's do some news. Well, howdy, folks. Let's gather around. Here's some Disney news from around these parts and around the world. As I just mentioned, Hollywood Studios doing their 30th anniversary. They had a ceremony this morning, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was going to do a Hollywood Studios episode today because it's only right because, you know, when I'm recording this, it's Hollywood Studios' birthday. When you're listening to this on the release day, it's the day after the birthday, but I just wasn't able to get the episode together like I wanted. I wanted to do some fun things for this. I want to have a snippet of the Hollywood Studios ceremony, uh, kind of some of the fun stuff they talked about and everything, so we'll kind of give you some of that, and I'm going to try to have that for next week's show, if not next week, then the following week, but we'll have have a, a Hollywood Studios re- uh, retrospective because I want to talk a little bit about the history of Hollywood Studios because, my goodness, some of the attractions that were there that I'd never even thought about, they had a Dick Tracy show that was there. They had a Hollywood's Pretty Woman show. Now, I don't know if that's what I'm thinking about, like as in, oh, Pretty Woman, there's Julia Roberts. I don't know if that's the show they were basing it on or if there was something else. I have no idea, but the date was 1991, so that kind of fits with the time frame. I don't know, but... Interesting. They also had a, you know, a Doug Live. You remember Doug on the Disney Channel? Big deal back then, but he's there. 
that a sounds dangerous attraction with Drew Carey, the comedian. I remember doing this attraction. The Ninja Turtles were meet and greet characters out. They had the Muppets out. They had Ace Ventura Pet Detective Live in action. What? That was a show? That was a show. So we'll talk about that really, really soon. But happy birthday to Hollywood Studios opening up on May 1st, 1989, celebrating 30 awesome years. Now, keeping with Hollywood Studios, we'll be talking a little bit about how there's a restaurant coming to Toy Story Land. Now, a brand new restaurant will be opening up, which is good because they have Woody's Lunchbox, which is actually pretty good food. I don't really care for the dessert very much, but I really like, I like the food itself, the sandwiches and stuff. And they have tater tots, although they call them potato barrels. Disney, come on, it's tater tots. You can say tater tots or potato tots or something. Potato barrels, really? Anyway, they're going to be opening up a restaurant there in, in Toy Story Land. I think it's called Roundup Rodeo Barbecue or Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. It's a barbecue place, either way. It'll be over there, I think, around where the Woody statue is. As you're walking in, you see Woody there where it says Toy Story Land. It should be over in that area, which is going to be pretty cool. Now, I, I think they needed this because... Woody's Lunchbox is good, but it doesn't have enough seating. Uh, a lot of the seating is not under uh, umbrellas, so a lot of it's in the hot sun, which is crazy. And when I went, and maybe this is just that day, I don't know, but there weren't a lot of cast members cleaning up the area as people were leaving. So there was a lot of crap on the floor. There was a milkshake had spilled under the... T- like, oh, I found one table. There was a milkshake that spilled under it, so I had to be careful of my feet. Of course, I had a 7-year-old running around as well, and he didn't care, so he's chomping through the milkshake. It's just... It was all bad. So good food... Bad cleanup. So come on, Disney, get on that. That's that. I need your help on that. Uh, but anyway, so that's going to be opening up. We don't actually know when it's going to be coming, but that will be there. They have a concept art now. You can find that on my Instagram. I actually posted that and uh, on Facebook as well, so you can see some of that. Also in Hollywood Studios, it seems to be the theme of the day, Hollywood Studios is going to be celebrating May the 4th Be With You this coming Saturday. Today is May 2nd, as you listen to this on release day, uh, recording on May 1st, May 4th, which is Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. I don't know if they're doing anything for, you know, May the May the 5th, Revenge of the 5th, or Revenge of the 6th. I think the 6th works better. I don't know. They'll be doing May 4th attractions and stuff. They'll be doing different things for May 4th. There is a Star Wars hard-ticketed event, Disney After Hours event. It's 125 per person, and advance and 129 on the day of the event i don't know if it's sold out or not uh and this close to it you may or may not be able to make it i wish i could make it but they'll be doing star wars meet and greets uh, themed food and merchandise for sale uh you basically it's low weight or no weight access to a lot of attractions there in the park which is pretty awesome i'm going to an after hours event at magic kingdom in a couple of weeks so i'll tell you all about that but i'm pretty excited about this this, this seems pretty cool uh over at disneyland that's at disney world over at disneyland they'll be doing uh some different things they have the the march of the first order with captain phasma and storm Troopers. I know they do that on the regular at Disney World. I don't know if they do that regularly at Disneyland, but they'll be doing it. Also returning is Hyperspace Mountain, which will run for a limited time, probably throughout the summer, up until September or so. Um, basically, they overlay the Space Mountain indoor roller coaster with, uh, with with different projections, different Star Wars things going all the way through there. So, so who knows? It looks a lot cooler there than it does at, at Disney World. They don't really do very good overlays. I think they did like some sort of haunted whatever for Space Mountain one year during the Halloween party and it just looked kind of cheesy. So I've seen Hyperspace Mountain though and it actually looks pretty cool. So that's opening up on May the 4th. They'll be doing different, uh, you know, themed foods. They'll have a Starcade, uh, Star Wars themed photo op at Disneyland. So all that's happening there. Also happening... Again, on May 2nd, so if you're listening to this after May 2nd, and you will be at Disneyland starting on May 31st through about June 23rd or 24th, 
you can get your reservations for Disneyland for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, they are not allowing, quote-unquote, walk-ups for Galaxy's Edge from that first week. So if you do not have reservation, you are not going to be able to walk in. Uh, you're not going to be able to get in there. So get your reservations there. If you're on property, if you're staying at Disneyland, Paradise Pier, Grand Californian, you will have a reservation. They will send it to you automatically. I think it's something like they just send you an email and say, hey, this is when you're going. So if you're there from June the 3rd through the 7th, they might send you an email that says, you know, June 6th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., you're going, wrap your vacation around it, plan on it, that's when you're going to go. So so there you go. There's a little bit of news there for you. So let's go over now to on, Upon a Star Gen. She's a good friend of mine. She's a wonderful friend. Uh, does Disney travel as well under a different agency, so she's not really my competition because there's enough Disney for everybody. Trust me. She also is the co-host for Divas Dish Dis podcast. It's a it's a fun little podcast. Uh, basically, a bunch of girls talking about Disney, and who doesn't love that? Um, trust me, they all sound a lot better than I do. I would rather listen to them than me anyway. But you can download both podcasts, and I encourage you to, encourage you to do so. Uh, so she's co-host there. She's a uh, just a good friend, very knowledgeable. She loves Epcot, which is awesome. Because we will be talking about Epcot today. My good friend Terry Weaver called in a few weeks ago. We did the good, the bad, the magical of Magic Kingdom. Today we'll be talking all about uh, Epcot. So let's get Jen on the line and see what she has to say. And on the phone line here, or on our Skype line, or whatever you want to call it, is my good friend, Upon a Star Jen. I love calling her because we're both Disney fans. We both love talking Disney. Travel agents. Uh, happy Travel Agents Day, by the way. Happy Travel Agents Day to you, too. Party. Let's get a cake and celebrate with confetti and pixie dust and whatever. <laughs> and so, okay, so a couple things, first of all. The big thing is Hollywood Studios. The celebration was this morning. And I'm going to send you the new logo because I want to get your impression on it right off the bat. Okay. And uh, I'm oh, let me pull. Yeah, they had a big celebration this morning, and I say big as in like I don't know, a couple hundred thousand people, a couple of thousand people. A couple I guess, hundred thousand, not a hundred thousand. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. During uh, the opening of Slinky Dog, it kind of felt like a couple hundred thousand. Right, right. I just sent you the logo. Oh, messenger. okay, I'm making I it like big. It. I, like it. I, I love it. It because I think before Disney was a little bit bigger, Hollywood was smaller, and now it's yep. reversed. I love the font; it's very simple. It. Yeah. Um, the O's that are in there, they'll have different characters that'll be able to put in there based on what I they're doing, I'm sure. Oh, I'm so, sure. But I love I that this great. highlights it. No, I think this is really Yeah, and good. this is the first time you've seen the logo, like right now. Literally right? right now. Good. Because this morning I've been, I think I told you, it's just been one thing after another this right. morning. So, right. yeah, I was well, like it sitting is, out of my computer to catch up. It is travel agency. Thing. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, we're going to talk a little bit about Epcot. And a couple of episodes ago, I tied my good friend Terry Weaver on. We did we did Magic Kingdom. We talked about the good, the bad, and the magical of Magic Kingdom. And now we're going to do the same thing with Epcot because I know you love Epcot as a park. It's, is it your favorite park? Or is it just one of those just happens to be like, I love it for so many different reasons kind of thing? You know, or, that's such an interesting thing because, I mean, like choosing a favorite park is kind of like choosing a favorite child. I mean, I guess I don't have any children. But, like, well, I no, would imagine, way, like, choosing a favorite child. The way child. I answer that, it is like picking a favorite child. You love all of them equally, but on certain days, you might love one a little bit more than the yeah, other. See, that, you know, that's it. That's exactly what it is. And I know. think perennially, just Epcot, whenever I picture, like, everyone's like, go to your happy place. I love the Magic Kingdom. I love the nostalgia. I love, you know, so many things. But I will tell you what, if I just want to go and adult and be happy in a park, I love just walking Epcot. I can walk in there and I'm just like, whoo peaceful and like i hear the the area music loop up and world showcase oh, the music is so great. i love it it's so definitive and it's it like is. you can listen to music on uh, there's some music you can listen to on, on hold on dta or whatever oh, yeah. you're thinking that maybe animal kingdom oh maybe that kind of sounds like magic kingdom you know epcot music you, you know epcot. know it 
you know, know it. it and i just like i want to sit there and i love to watch the fountain and people watch mm -hmm. and i just it really is just like i have so many happy memories from epcot so now how do you feel about the rumor that they may be removing the fountain altogether to put, to put something brand new in there i will struggle with that now yeah. i mean i know that walt was always like a move forward kind of person right. but I mean, we don't have the fountain up front by the monoliths, which I know they're talking right. about removing the monoliths. Right. Oh, they will. That, that's, yeah, that's, like that's, that's happening. Just, but so. like, oh, just not having a fountain. I don't know. I love that fountain. I know. Well, well, the water, the water dancing when it does the music thing oh, is just yeah. fantastic. So it's, I mean, it, and maybe it's simple technology, but I right. love that technology and how, Me too. like the projections on the screens on, on, on Spaceship Earth or even, you know, at like the castle or whatever. Yes. Kingdom, it's just like. I don't know how they're doing it, but it's super cool. But it's so great. I know. That's I 100% that's how I feel about it. So, yeah. Love it. Switching yeah. gears real quick. Did you see yeah. Avengers Endgame? Have you seen the movie? Oh my gosh, no spoilers. Don't don't no hate spoilers. me. I am dying right now. I also think my microphone's on a weird setting live podcast, right? So like right? we use my microphone for something else. I mean, yeah, uh -huh. look at that. Sure is. Sure is. I was like, <laughs> why does that sound weird? Oh, because I let Brady use it. Oh, the the hubby and his music. Hubby and his music, and he switched my settings. So whatever. So wait, did you say you had not seen it yet? I have or? not seen Endgame. Oh game. my goodness! We'll I, have am to talk about that when you're, when... I am dying because all yeah. I'm hearing is everyone's like, "It's amazing, go see it's, it." And I'm like, I've, ah. I've seen it three times. I saw I saw it twice on opening night. You need to see it soon though because spoilers are leaking. It's oh, I harder know. and harder to avoid as them. As soon as I see like something with a bit, I'm like, scroll, yeah. scroll. Yes. Don't, like my, my wife Stephanie cried. She started crying about halfway through it. And then basically she was in some form of tearage for the rest of the film. Either sobbing a little bit or openly weeping yeah. or just wiping her eyes here and there. And you know, just even the, the funnier parts. She'd laugh and then she'd wipe her, wipe her eyes and just it's I know that do. that's what's gonna happen to me too like because yeah. I struggled with number three I was like yeah. <gasps> yes <laughs> so yeah that's gonna be me the whole time all right so we're gonna do Epcot good okay. bad magical and we're gonna go section by section in the park and we're gonna talk about what's good what's bad myth magical okay. and we're actually gonna start over here with the land pavilion now of course oh. in the land pavilion you're gonna have Soren. You're gonna have Living with the Land, Sun, uh, uh, Sunshine Seasons, which yep. is the uh, which is the restaurant there. And we'll talk a little bit about dining. So if you have a major dining something specific, we'll you know kind of save that for later. Love but um, but overall, just uh, and I think the new there's there's not the Circle of Life anymore. It's something else. Yeah, now. they're changing it to. Um, I think it was the Lion King Circle of Life. It's mm -hmm. a, it's about the planet. It's about the planet. Yeah, so I, I think it's a video or something. It's a video, yeah, so something. Okay, so let's kick it off. What's good for you? We'll, we'll do good. We'll do oh. good and bad the match. Okay. The Land Pavilion, so this is my disclaimer, is my favorite pavilion okay. in the entirety of the park. I love walking in. It has a smell. Mm -hmm. I walk in, it has this this wonderful smell, and it's probably from Sunshine Seasons, which, if we want to like just segue real quick to dining, is my favorite quick service restaurant in Epcot. I love oh, Gar it. Garden Grill is also there too. I forgot oh, to mention. Garden Grill. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Garden Grill um, also loved Garden Grill. So, in terms of the good, let's go with it's got Soren. Like, yes. I mean, how can you not think that that's good? Right there. Awesome. Um, the I love the original balloons like you know like because it has like the seasons that's mm -hmm. why it's the yep. seasons um yep. i love that they have kept that original i'm gonna say it's bad that those balloons do not do any longer what they were supposed to they used to move they used to go up and down and all sorts of different things um and also it used to have a beautiful fresco work 
up at the top. Right. I remember that. Yep. I remember that. But with water damage, of course, you know, the Imagineers were very innovative when it came to building buildings like this. And that was just, I guess, basically impossible to keep up. So they kind of hit it with right. some things. So I don't love that about it. I think that that's, but you know, that's, and then I, I would have said circle of life bad. Like it just needed to change, <laughs> but they did just rectify that. So I can't call yes. that bad right have now. You, have you seen the new show? No, I, I, in three weeks, I'll be down there to see. Okay. Gotcha. So, All right. Yeah. So I can't, I can't make a judgment call on that right now. Right. To be fair. Cause I haven't been there. Magical. The whole, honestly, the whole thing is magical for me. I love sitting in the garden grill. It's hard for me to pick one thing. Like I said, this is my favorite one. So I will just sit there. People watch. Literally eat my uh, my whoopie pie, my red velvet whoopie pie (laughs) from Sunshine Seasons (laughs) with my cappuccino and just Mm -hmm. be like completely happy. Awesome. I I have to agree with you on Soarin'. It is one of my favorite rides. So I would say that's the good part. I love Soarin'. Mm. I love that atmosphere. I love the, I even love the queue. It's some of it's kind of boring, but it's that long kind of cool hallway with the neon lights going down the side. Yeah. And And you do get there and you have A, B, and C. And of course, for those listening, if you've never been on Soarin', make sure you ask for the front row. Make sure you always ask for the front because otherwise you'll have legs dangling in front of you. And if you've been on that ride, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, The bad for me also has to do with Soarin' because I don't. Like for the original Soren, I, I was one of my three favorite attractions. It lost a little bit of its luster for me whenever the the way the screen does, the way the screen, the video does. You have the the curbing there. Yes. And I feel like, and I don't know yes. a lot about audio video, but I feel as if that's something that could have been fixed pretty pretty quickly. Maybe I, agree. I don't know. But you know, if you sit in certain parts of Soren and don't ever believe a cast member, all good, all seats no. are good. No, no they're, they're not. not. No, no. Uh, <laughs> so even if you get on that front row, a lot of times you're on one good side, side. or one far the other and the Eiffel Tower curves it just uh-huh. it's the way that the screen is done and the way they put you yep. the projection and to me that's just terrible I'm like I the Eiffel Tower pointing at me and I don't like it I, so, I didn't just, even think about that you're right yeah it's you're just right. it's, it's, it's um, weird and you know magical for me and I guess this is almost gonna be interchangeable good and magical I love living with the land I do it's one of those things that when I was younger and when I was in college and I went, maybe, you know, when I first got married, went on a honeymoon, I'm like, well, this is okay. But as I've gotten older, I pay more attention to everything and I appreciate it more. It's a, and I, I do miss, I do miss having the actual cast member narrator. You had a cast member. Yeah, that was nice. Speaker. Of course, with Disney, the speakers are like, <laughs> you know, so that's what you would hear because that's Disney and their speaker systems. But and now it's a narration, which is okay. But you go through this little yep. boat ride everything, and and you get into the gardens where you see these. I mean, it's it's. I'm not a gardening person. I'm not a vegan, right. so I don't. But it's like this massive fruit. And you see this new the new pod systems of how they garden. And it's just, it's cool. And it's they, really cool. And they do like random, like hidden Mickeys or like yes. they make the lettuce grow in. Yes. Different... I mean, there's hidden Mickeys in the shrimp tank. It's really, right. really it's like, neat. What? You know, and then of course you learn that like that Epcot getting a lot of their food from that, from that, from that, well, not just that little garden area, but from that area. That area. Was... Now, have you ever done a behind the scenes tour? I was about to ask you that. I have. I, is, is it awesome? It real. I have to say, it's only like twenty bucks, twenty five dollars a person. I think that's why big. we did it. We were like, "What's this?" Yeah. Like, well, we've never done this. We went. Yeah. We literally day of. We walked up to that little behind yeah. the scenes desk. They're like, "Yeah, come back at like whatever." It's, time a, it's it was. a hidden gem. It is a hidden gem because a lot of people don't know it's there. It's twenty five dollars per person. Yep. It's like an hour to two hour tour. Yeah, I've never done it. I want to do it. And, you should uh, you do know. it. And well, like, now that. I, 
now that I have a kid, it's harder to be like, hey, wife of mine, why don't you keep him? And I'm going to go over here for two hours. And do it. So, right. Yeah, yeah. That but, just, we can't really pull that off as well as you used to. No, but, uh, <laughs> but next time you're down there and have an opportunity, you should totally do it. They have, like, some really cool things, too, that they, like, let you touch and they let you do. Right. And they let you, like, release the little aphids. I don't know. Little yes. buggies and feed the right. fish. It's right. cool. All it's right, really so let's cool. kind of let's kind of skip to the front of Epcot, which we should have done to begin with. But as you're hey. walking, let's talk about let's talk about the entrance, Spaceship Earth, okay. the galleries that are there, all the way up to the fountain, that whole courtyard area there. Um, for me, uh, the good is going to be Spaceship Earth. I love. Oh yeah, Earth. I love the attraction. I love the fact that the line goes fast, even if you yep. look and you're like, it's a thirty. I would rather walk in a thirty minute line and keep moving than stand in a twenty minute line and not move. It just you know the line moves fast. You get in there and it's a little dated. I've heard the rumors they're going to close it down for a year to two years, gut the whole thing, replace all of it. For me, that's that's mm. that's good. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's it's. I love it. I mean, I love that whole thing. Uh, yeah. The bad is, uh, you know, I can't really think of any bad off the top of my head. No. I, I will say the, the bad is probably that arcade area outside of Spaceship Earth as you're walking through. Those Ew. everything in there is so it's dated. so dated. It's you, bad. You email the postcard to yourself where they take your picture in Spaceship Earth and your head's like half chopped off when they the picture. And the technology and isn't working right where you're exactly. like, there's like holes in your but eye. You have this, this incredibly old keyboard that you're having to push buttons on to like yeah. try to email this thing to yourself. You're trying to find yourself on a video screen. All these the videos are very clear. Right. That needs to be, and I'm hoping that obviously will re- be replaced whenever they mm-hmm. redo Spaceship Earth because all of that is just terrible. It's, the yeah. magical for me is that whole courtyard area right there as you walk past Spaceship Earth, that whole opening, it's almost as mm. if... And I'm speaking in my, my, my magical tone. You walk in there and like there's this entire world of Epcot in front of you. I can go left. I can go right. I can go straight ahead to World Showcase. The pen shop is there. We love the pen shop. The fountains oh. are right there. It's just this – it's like you're standing in the middle of the park. You're like the Epcot world is my oyster. It's just so ma- – because you're there. You're in Epcot. Yes. You're like I'm right here and this is my park and my day. And I'm so excited. I love yes. it. It's just the magical feeling of being right there. I, I am with you 100%. And then I love it at night too because you're standing there and you're oh, watching. Yeah. It's lit up and then the, the pavement is sparkling. Yes. yes. And it's just like bustling. and But not so crazy crowded that you're like, oh, I'm so claustrophobic. Like I, even on busy days. Right. I can just stand there and I love it. And then you got Club Cool over there to grab, yep. you know – little sodas from just, around the world to grab some cherry coke from japan but skip the beverly but skip, skip the beverly, the beverly unless you're christine <laughs> who randomly likes the beverly uh, oh i know uh, who, who hurt her oh, i know oh. i was like what is wrong with you she's like oh it's so good i'm like you are messed up um, oh, and then mouse gear. I love yes. mouse gear. Yes. Mouse gears. And you know, you mentioned the sparkling pavement. That to me is an example of how even outdated technology can be cool if you let it be cool yes. because that's, that's just old technology. You just have lights right. on the floor, but it looks awesome because they have like projections on the, on the ground and everything. It looks great. You know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like they're like, we mentioned that the arcade spaceship earth, it's just, there's so yeah. many dated things they could fix. Versus the dated lights on the floor that just look look cool. But so. they look cool. And it's like, how do you not like sparkling pavement? Like, that's yes. just awesome. Yeah, so, so run through your good, bad, and magical. I know you kind of agreed with me on the courtyard. but uh, Oh, I agree with you. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to agree with you on the magicalness of the courtyard, 100%. Um, for the bad, okay, this might be – don't at me, folks. This might be very <laughs> unpopular. Oh, my gosh. So I have to go out in front of Spaceship Earth. I hate the monoliths. I hate them. That's okay. I I'm think a lot sorry. of people I think they've served their purpose and their time they, is done. Yeah, their time oh. is done because I hate that that fountain out there, you know, it used to be more of a feature in right. front of Spaceship right. Earth. That is, just, it's, it's just not my favorite. The no. good, 
I'm the art of Disney. That is such a great store. Now, I it's got so much great art. They feature artists there. That's just one of those places where I can always go in and find some really cool. I mean, not that I can always afford to buy them, but I can find some really good things. (laughs) Like, hey, I would love to buy this if I had some money uh, to buy it. So that I had a thousand dollars. I would love that watercolor of Tinkerbell above the mantle, but I don't have a thousand bucks. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not just going to spend that money, but I'm going to sit here and look at this beautiful Tinkerbell painting. Exactly. So that's a good one for me. Um, Like I said, the magical. And then I don't know that I, other than the monolith, there's nothing bad for me i don't think up in that mm-hmm. courtyard um i mean the, the the camera center shop is a little you know yeah well it's a gift shop it's, it's, it's it like I mean, yeah and it's not yeah. the best gift shop i'm like i go in there if i need to get my i don't know get something printed out that's which is never right. <laughs> anymore <laughs> like you know they used to do the disney visa card holder pictures and they'd give right. you a free print these days it's right. like i'm just gonna get it on my phone you don't go in there unless you have problems with your memory maker. That's really That's the only really reason you go in there. That's really the only reason. Or to rent know. a locker. Or to rent yeah. a locker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. rent a locker. So. Yeah. All right. So, so we've gone to the entrance. We've gone to the land. Let's walk over to the seas with Nemo ah, and friends. So, yes. so the seas include the seas of Nemo and friends. Mm-hmm. Turtle Talk with Crush. The whole sea base area right there. And, yep. of course, the Coral Reef restaurant and that whole thing. Okay. So you start. Good, bad, magic. All right. I'm not going to lie. This is not a pavilion I go in all the time. Mm-hmm. Since it's been the like since it switched the Nemo and Friends. Now I will say this is no not hating on Nemo. It's right. cute, whatever. It's just not my jam. Like yeah. it since it lost like that. the old sea base alpha thing with the I I loved that. You know, mm-hmm. right. I will say what I think is magical is walking upstairs and going into the aquarium and seeing the aquarium how- is cool. It's very cool. You could like there are dolphin trainers that they'll like tell you how to name the dolphins. Sometimes you'll see like random like the sea rocks. They'll have the divers put them in like. There was like a hidden Goofy. Like, who has a hidden Goofy? It was literally Goofy and rocks. Like, that was cool. So right. I will say that, to me, is very magical, going upstairs. And I tell all my clients, you've got to go see this aquarium. Like, that is just Right. Cool. Spaceship Earth can fit inside that aquarium. That's how big yeah, that aquarium it's is. it's ginormous. It's massive. And you don't get that scope when you're just looking at it because you only see it like a window here or a wall there right. or whatever. But it is a massive aquarium. Um, I, I agree on the Nemo and Friends. The, the ride, I, I, I will ride the ride. Typically, my kid yeah. likes it or whatever. My problem with, first of all, the queue is extremely long. It oh. is a really, really long queue. And they don't do a very good job of blocking that off on slower days. So you've got to walk a long, flipping way to get long to that ride. Way. My second problem really is more with the story itself. Because here we have an entire movie of this fish, Nemo, that gets gets kidnapped and taken across the world to, uh-huh. to Sydney, Australia. And what is the ride? They're looking for him again. And he thinks it's funny. No, 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 no. When your kid runs off, it's not funny. It's not and if the funny. kid is laughing, no, the kid's not going to be laughing long. But guess what, kid? It is not funny that you just ran away from me and I can't find exactly. you. So I have a problem with that story. I'm just like – and usually that doesn't bother me. But I'm like, we had an entire movie about why this is a bad idea. And now he's still <laughs> running away and they can't find him. This is not good. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is not good at all. And some of them um, not working. Some of the animatronics yeah. aren't working. Yeah. 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 So, um, and that's that's the bad for me. The good is I love the the, the mine mine uh, pelicans and the uh, seagulls in the front. Oh, I, love I think those. that's just really really yeah. fun. I just think that's that's fantastic. The magical for me is even though I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Nemo attraction. I love Turtle Talk with Crush. Oh, I agree with you. I think it is such a cool attraction. And again, another hidden yeah. gem that I don't think people really pay attention to because, you know, it's Crush is coming through the, the water. And obviously yeah. it's a screen there. You see an animated Crush. But he's talking to the audience with a with a technology I still haven't figured out yet. Like I kind of get the yeah. gist of how they do it. 
but I don't know how they do it. And it's amazing to me mm-hmm. that he's, you know, hey, let's look at the, you know, the little sea turtle, little fish there with a the red shell, little kid in a red shirt, you know, hey, uh, crush, you know, how old are you? And he, he's talking to the kid, he's talking to the parents, making jokes. That is so cool to me. Yeah. It's such a magical experience to see that. So oh, know, watching, I agree. The, watching the kids in wonder of like, oh, he's talking to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I'll pause it too. That um, yeah. so the Coral Reef restaurant. I I like the food there. I'm a seafood fan. Yeah. So I like, I, I like seafood. I think it's a good restaurant. It is dated inside. Yes. I yeah. would love to see that get refurbished. Right. To yeah, you know. I, yeah. I could see that, and I mean that's actually got good, bad, and magical. The food is good. The yeah. bad, the magical is that that entire wall is an aquarium. Like right. you can sit there and watch the entire wall. The the bad is. There are certain spots in that restaurant when you don't really get to enjoy that wall. Exactly. If you're seated towards the back of the restaurant, it's like, oh, look, there's some fish about 50 feet away from yep, me that I can't, that I can't you know, see. I, I can sort of see, but not really. That's why yeah. I came here. But now, you know, obviously, but if you sit next to that, that glass, which I've done before, yep. you can be eating with a sea turtle and a shark about two feet to your right, which is pretty cool. Oh, and that, yeah, that uh, part's amazing. But, you yeah. know, it's like. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's let's walk on up now right. to the journey into imagination. Journey to imagination with Figment. It's the Imagination Pavilion. You've got the Figment attraction, uh, Pixar short film festival. Um, yep. yep, that's all there. That's all over there. And you've got the uh, really you've got the dancing water. You've got the whole mm-hmm. courtyard there. So really, that's kind of all that's in that building. Um, your thoughts? Good, bad, magical. All right. So I got for my magical. I love that. I love that fountain. I know. Again, we just talked about water technology being so, it's like so primitive. Primitive is not the word, but it's like really the jumping fountains. I love them. I love them. I love the backwards waterfall, like, you know, leading up into the pavilion. I love the whole. So to me, that just whole section is magical. Let's talk about the bad. (laughs) They removed. I have an hour. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Like (laughs) they removed the dream finder. So now the figment ride is not. Right. Good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I love, and I still ride it because, like, Fig, Figgy, love Figgy. I want to see Figgy. It's bad. It needs to be redone. They need to bring the Dreamfinder back. Right. I loved how the pavilion used to be, where they would do, you know, you'd go through, you'd watch the figment, then you go upstairs and you play in the, what is it, the Kodak? It was the Kodak thing, you know, where you run through the tunnels. Yes. It was upstairs. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then you go back down, then you could watch the video, which at one point was Captain EO. One point was Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Now it's a Pixar short films, which I'm like, I mean, that's cool, but like, it's I'm good not for resting. Know. It's yeah. good for resting, like yeah. exactly. Like if I want to cool off, I'll go in there. Whatever, you don't right. need to fast pass. Um, right. The I also say the good slash magical DVC lounges upstairs. So I love to go up there and get snacks and get my fountain beverage. I am not a, a DVC member, so I cannot uh, I cannot appreciate that uh, as much as you probably can. <laughs> Next opinion. time you're there, at the same time as me, we'll take you up. Exactly. Well, and I don't. Well, the good for me is I do like the I do like the Pixar Short Film Festival. It is a good rest. Mm. It is a good twenty minutes, and whether you nap or not, you can enjoy the film festival. Right. Um. You know, I remember seeing Captain O there, Captain EO there, which obviously Disney will never bring that back for many reasons. Many uh, reasons. Many reasons. Um. You know, not just the fact that it's an old video, but the Honey I Shrunk the, the Audience. I remember that being the first time I saw it. It was not really. It was fairly new, and it was even dated then. Yes. Uh, just how exactly. Like there's nothing in there that makes me believe. Okay, now I've been shrunk down to a tiny size, and I'm looking through a shoebox. There's nothing. Yeah, no. So I mean, but but the Pixar film festival, it's good. Yeah. Uh, what I did hate was that opening 20 minute, 15 minute, like opening video you had to watch while standing in that oh. ramp, and it was a Kodak commercial for like 20 minutes. And now that obviously that's all changed. Yeah. The bad really is just the whole 
the whole imagination pavilion as a whole it needs yeah, to be worked on does. update doing something with it yes. um, for me there's a magic there because i feel like there's such potential for that attraction oh my gosh yes there's it's almost like you have a clean slate because nobody is going to complain if you wipe the whole thing clean no as long as you leave figment there if you take exactly. figment out people will riot but if you include figment in some sort of way and and i understand yes. Back in the day, they took out the Dreamfinder, uh, and and if, if for people who don't know, the Dreamfinder was a, was a bearded man, a cool costume, walking around mm-hmm. with a figment on his arm. He talked to people. Figment talked to people. It was just cool. He was attraction upon himself. He was. He went away a long time ago. It's been a long, long time. And I get yeah. not wanting to bring it back immediately because you won't have the same Dreamfinder. People would notice. Blah blah blah. It's been a long time now. I feel We're like far you enough can away. Dreamfinder, and nobody's going to go. That's not the one that I remember. I feel like right. people would be nuts over that. Oh, you know, give. Give the people what they want. Come on, Disney. Come on. Yeah, come uh, on. Bring back the Dream Finder. Yeah, the, the Imagination ride itself, it's tolerable. It's tolerable. But it's not a ride that I do unless I have a kid with me because it's just – it's Michael Palin on that moon swinging back and forth. It's creepy. Oh. Song is annoying. Did, uh, the, the, the animatronics are not good. It's just – it's not a it good It needs attraction. to be repainted. It needs to be cleaned. No. But I mean yes. – but why? I would say it just needs to be redone. Yeah, you could do the entire – make it a whole – give us a whole new ride, a whole new dark ride. I've heard rumors about Inside, Inside Out. That's fine as yeah. long as Figment's a part of it. You Absolutely. Know, make a part of it. So, so yeah. I agree. All right, so walking out of Imagination, let's walk over the – under the terrace all the way over to what they call Future World East, Mission ah. Space, Test Track, Interventions, somewhat of Interventions is over there. Electric <laughs> Umbrella, kind of Mouse Care. You mentioned Mouse Care earlier, but yeah. all that side of the park over there, it's Future World East. Uh, for me, the and of course, Mission, the uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure was there. Now we got Guardians right. coming. Guardians coming. Right. Uh, for me, the good is, is, is Test Track. It's a fun mm-hmm. ride. It's Absolutely. not my favorite. Um, I know that the – I love the fact they have a single rider because I can usually do that and get off and on, on and off it pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, I do miss the original version of Test Track versus what they have now. It's kind of a Tron Track kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of fun going through it and you have that, that – the, the appeal of the whole ride is that 60 mile an hour journey you have at the very end for like a minute. You're zipping through that racetrack, which is yeah. really, really cool. Uh, the the bad for me is probably mission space in terms of mm. the queue used to be so much cooler because they yes. had this big cyndical wheel that's there and it used to spin, spin. it ripped into the spaceship it spun really really slow and I'm sure it takes a lot for that thing and it to wasn't spin. it from Horizons didn't um, they rescue that I think so I think they maybe. rescued that from Horizons I'm not a thousand percent sure but I think but there was a whole lot of cool thing yeah. in there that now it's just it's not there you just kind of walk through the mm-hmm. queue and there you are um, the magical for me is I love both of the mission space attractions. Yeah. I was never a green team person because I like doing the, the, the orange team mm-hmm. stuff. It's a little more intense. I like that. The green team, they do, they've done it now to, it's a, it's a trip around the world, yeah. uh, instead of around Mars. And it's extremely cool. The video is beautiful. Yes. It is a gorgeous video and it's not nearly as intense. And so it's now not to me, it's now not, not a, well, I'm gonna do. You have to pick one of the other. It's the same thing. Just what's one right. more intense? Now it's two different attractions in the same attraction, which yeah. is really cool. I think that's awesome that Disney did that, and I love that. Me too. Me too. I'm gonna agree with that because Brady was never an orange team fan. He was a green right. team fan. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, whatever. You didn't tell me this before you got married. <laughs> like, oh, she was like, you're gonna get a headache. Whatever, right? I don't care. I want to ride it. So, but then when I when they did the new one, I'm like, all right, well, let's just see. Oh, all right. I mean, other than lack of Gary Sinise in the video, because I love me some I Gary miss Sinise. Lieutenant Dan. I miss Lieutenant Dan quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Him and, him and his magic legs. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, she did a good job, too. She did a good job. Right. So yeah. I'm, I'm cool. Um, yep. 
I would have said before bad again, maybe hashtag unpopular opinion. Ellen's Ellen's energy adventure, just because it needed to be yeah, redone removed. and <laughs> removed. I the part I loved about that was the dinosaurs is going yes. through and seeing you know like it opened up right. and they got the the brontosauruses or what brachi whatever they are brachiosauruses yeah. right. That part was cool. So super excited for Guardians. That's going to be magical. I just I just I already know. I already know right. Guardians is going to be magical. Um, I have to agree with you on Test Track. I I think that the, and I do the single rider line myself, but I really only go over to that side of the park <laughs> for like I'm like single rider Test Track, uh, Mission right. Space. Eh, what's the light like? All right, we'll go on Mission Space, exactly. and yeah. then and then I'm back over to Mouse Gear. So right. yeah, I just think um, now wait, where is the um, Festival Center is over that way too. Yes, I believe it's the. I think it's the Odyssey Building. The Odyssey, is that right? No, it, no. Is, the Odyssey Building Horizons? is uh, that. Um, it was the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Wonders of Life. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I don't. I don't. I have no idea. I, I can't. Like I, when I started going to Epcot on a regular basis, they had closed those already. They closed it. Okay. My wife Stephanie knows all about those pavilions. She used to go in there. She loved Body Wars and she Body, loved yep. uh, Cranium Command and Kitchen yes. Cabaret and all that. I never got to see any of that. So and so. To me, those have always been empty buildings yeah. that are just open for festivals and gotcha. stuff. Gotcha. So. And so for me, like, Wonders of Life was a magical pavilion, and I miss it. <laughs> so I, I like going in there on festivals, so I'm going right. to include that in that part of the park, too. Like, it's magical right. for me to walk in and kind of be like, I remember when I could go see Buzzy. <laughs> even though that <laughs> one, it was dated. It was dated. It needed to go. Yes. It yes. was dated. So let's move over to World Showcase, and we'll actually do – we'll kind of divide okay. this up. And you see American – American Adventure is kind of the, the last right. demarcation. So All let's right. see the east side, and I'll call these out real quick. Uh, we won't do each one, obviously, but just as a whole. Mexico, yeah, yeah. Norway, China, and Italy. Okay, okay, so you got five pavilions there. Let's talk good, mad, magical, maybe on that side of the World Showcase. All right. Um, I got to go in Mexico. Good. Love that boat ride in Mexico. I love it. Yeah, yeah, the uh, Three Caballeros. Three Caballeros. Tour. It's yes. fun. So much fun. It's I heard fun. they might retheme it to Coco. I mean, that's a rumor, but I like, hope they don't. I love the original one. I think it's just, it makes me happy. makes me smile. Mm -hmm. They brought in the animatronics from the, um, it was the Mickey's, um, it was before Mickey Still Her Magic, uh, Mickey Mouse review. Right. At the end. Oh, and, and Germany's also in that section too. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh Just, yeah, that's right. It, okay. Yeah. So now that you're saying Germany, let's go with magical there. <laughs> the caramel shop. Yes. Oh. I was just thinking that. Just like, just like the smell alone, you're just like, oh, <laughs> so good. Okay, um, Norway. I used to, let's go with the good, the smell, the fragrance of Norway, the Layla. Right? Like I love walking in there and just seeing that. The bad, the freaking line for Frozen Ever After. Oh jeez, yes. Like how is that yes. still ridiculous? It's a it's a good example of telling people when people say, well, I know Star Wars opens this year, but I'm going to go next year when the lines die down. The lines no, aren't going to die down. It's not gonna, They're not. not. Guess what? Uh, you know, Mine Train opened up five years ago, six years ago. The lines are still an hour and a half to two hours on a regular basis. Flight of Passage. Frozen opened up in like 2014, 2015. The lines are still an hour, hour to two hours. Easy. Easy. There is no – when it calms down, that means you're going to go with 2027. So exactly. Yeah. Or, and, I you know. have, and I don't have prices for 2027 yet, so get back to me. Right. Like, well, and like what Brady said the other day, he's like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, Space Mountain now is sometimes only 60 minutes. You know? Sure. Like, it's 1976. Right. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's, it's dying down. So <laughs> if you're willing to wait that long, then – <laughs> then you're hilarious. good but that's um and then i'm gonna have to shout out via napoli in italy for the mm. food yes pizza. yep 
Oh. Yep. Yeah, the the pizza there is fantastic. They, uh, I mean, uh, for the audience, a few facts about Vianopoli. They basically pH balance the water to match what it is in Italy. They fly in ingredients from Italy for some of yep. their pizzas. They have three wood fire wood grill stoves in the wall, brick mm-hmm. ovens in the wall, which are just which is just amazing. They're yep. very authentic, and for like forty or fifty bucks, you get that massive pizza that literally is about two feet by it's three feet. Huge, big. That can feed an entire – like I remember going with a party of eight, and there was still pizza left over. Oh, like, yeah. All of us – we were all like either teenagers on into adults, and we were all just devouring that pizza, and there were still like four or five pizzas left. Y'all finish it. No, I'm good. I can't like, like it's like stuff – fun fact, too. You know, you talk about importing ingredients. Apparently, in Pennsylvania, Verona, Pennsylvania, which is where Brady grew up. Right. Amish wa- country. The water – yeah, right? The water <laughs> table is has the same chemical makeup. As well, not chemical, mate. You know what I mean. Well, I guess right, that would be chemical. Right. Um, as in Italy, they import water from Verona, Pennsylvania. At least nice. they used to. So that was I learned that on the Magical Express the one time, nice. and I was like, I know where that is. What the heck? Well, if it's a bus driver telling you that, though, you may want to question. Oh it no, sometimes. it was the, it was the Disney video. It <laughs> oh, was the good. it, oh, it okay, was good. the good. you know good. they do those segments. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. bus drivers are the, I love the, I love our bus drivers, but sometimes they get a little bit far fetched. They get a little far fetched, yeah. but this was Pretty the video. Sure didn't know, actually, Magic Kingdom is actually Disney's actually buying Universal, and we're going to oh, import yeah. all those rides in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> I heard it in a rumor sometime next year. No, yep. that's that. No, and of course half the bus is like, "Wow, that's awesome!" No, don't believe it. Yeah, don't, don't, don't believe, believe them. That. Occasionally, <laughs> it'll be true. I did hear from a bus driver about the minivan service about right. two years before it happened, and I was like, mm. well, "Even a stop clock is right twice a day." I yeah, love exactly. I love the bus drivers. No, they're awesome though. They are a good source for rumors and stuff. So uh, any 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 negative or bad or anything you'd like to see fixed on that side of, of World Showcase? Um, I mean, my not really. On that side of World Showcase, I'm pretty good. Well, I guess in China. I will say I don't love the um, reflections of China. Right. I feel yeah, like I don't that. Watch the I, I know people love the movies, and I just don't. I don't. I don't. So to me, I don't want to say it's necessarily bad, but. Right. That's it's not, not for you. It's yeah. not for me. That's not my like. Eh. Yeah, okay. for me, the magical is the the caramel shop in Germany. It is oh. just this incredible caramel. Werther's original caramel, and we get apples from there. And like usually beforehand, before back in the day, the last day of our trip, we would always go to Magic Kingdom, go to the bakery. The last night of our trip, we get the candy yep. apples, candy, whatever we need yeah. to do. My wife is now like, I'm not going there. I'm going to the German shop. And we will go and we will wait in the line. It usually is pretty long. You get our oh, candied yeah. apples and whatever. And it's just, it's all so good. Oh. It's such a good place to eat. Just to snack on everything. For me, the good too, is, the good is, is I love the Anna and Elsa meet and greet. Oh, and I love okay. the fact there's not a fast pass there. I love it's not a fast passable thing. It's, you know, you get off the frozen yes. ride and you've got to, you got to go. I mean, you've got to get, get in line for that or whatever. And you have to wait just like anybody else does. There's no fast pass mm-hmm. for it. And I kind of like that because it's everybody, you know, in their own accord. Even of, playing field. Exactly. Even playing field. I, I enjoy that. Of course, you get a fast pass for Frozen. Now, that brings me yeah. to the to, to the bad. And I love – I do like Frozen Ride. I do. I think the technology is really, really cool. What I don't like is the way it's set up, and I really – there's no way around this. But if you're going to fast pass Frozen first thing in the morning, you get to the gate of Epcot. You oh. literally walk just over half a mile to get to the Frozen, Frozen. Ride. Ride Frozen, maybe meet Anna and Elsa. By then, it's 9.45 to 10. World Showcase does not open until 11. You have nothing to do now for an hour, so you have to come back All to Future back. World. So walking to Test Track is another one quarter of a mile. So you've nearly walked one mile within the first hour of your day going to one attraction. Yep. And there's no way around it. I don't know how to fix no. that, but it's just terrible. And like when I'm, doing and it's not like the boats are running. No, 
No, and when I do fast passes for clients, I mean, I, they'll say I want a fast pass for Frozen. I'm like, well, we're going to get that fast pass after lunch. Yeah. Why? Because you don't want to no. do that right, especially if you have children and, you know, there are people hustling mm-hmm. with their strollers and they're, come on, you're yeah. not going to kids along. You don't want to do that. It's miserable. We did it once. We actually clocked the distance. Did you? Which is how I know. Yeah, we did the distance. And it was just under a mile to walk there, do the attraction, and walk back to walk, – walking in front of the test track. Yeah. We looked at it. It was like right at a mile. And it's just – it's. I was already yeah. sweating. I was hot. It was October. I was like, oh, my God. I'll never do this again. Oh, so yeah. that's that's not good. That's that's not no, good. No, it's so, almost better just to use your, your tier one fast pass on that. Yep. And risk the lines because you can yep. do test track first thing in the morning yes. pretty quickly. Soren's not too bad now that they added that third queue. It's not. Yeah. Well, what I'm what I'm afraid of though is they're going to do when the Guardians of the Galaxy ride opens, oh. they'll all be in the first tier. Guardians or Soren. Now or wait test a minute. Track, now, do you Frozen. think that they'll take one of those out? I think I think kind Soren of like with Hollywood out. Studios. I, you yeah. know, they used to have a uh, Rock and Roller Coaster used to be up and then. Yep. They, yeah, pushed it. I think either Test Track or Soren will drop. I think Frozen will still be a top tier attraction. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I, I think Soren will be the one that will drop. I, I think Test too. Track is still too popular. I agree. Um, you know, because everybody wants to ride Test Track. Whereas I think Soren's not quite as popular. You still sell out of Fast Passes pretty fast. But but I, I think Soren will drop. And I think it'll be Guardians, the, Test Track, or Frozen. I think the lines for Soren aren't as bad with the addition of the third queue. Plus, yes. um, I hate to say it, but Test Track does tend to go down middays. Yes. Yep. So yep. A lot. A lot. <laughs> So yep. I think that's why Soren would be the one to drop. And but I'm you know what I'm okay with that. And All I would right. like to see the the meet and greet with Mickey Mouse drop back down too. Yes. I can see that well, I can see that and also the uh the character spot. Well I think they're gonna they're building a new character spot area, so that may or may not be That's true. Um and I think they'll have fast passes for the new fireworks show. Uh, new I think you're right. So if I, I had to guess that would be tier say, one. Two years from now, when Guardians is open, all mm-hmm. the stuff has been redone, Epcot's nearly finished, your top tier is going to be Guardians, Test Track. Try. Frozen, special seating for the new fireworks show, maybe Mickey Mouse character maybe. spot. Character spot. Maybe. I would agree. I would agree yeah. with that. And, yeah. you and know then every- that's good. That's yeah. good. Yep. And then everything else, everybody will get soaring in the t- in the second tier, and then you'll have to deal with the other two attractions. Because fast passes yeah. in Epcot are hard. Oh, they're rough. One of those. Because you have to pick. Like I tell mm-hmm. my clients, I'm like Frozen, Test Track, Soar. Pick one. Which yep. one do you want to ride? Which one do you want to run to the first beginning of the park? Yep. And which one, if you don't get to ride it during the day, you're not going to be not the end of the world. Exactly. It's just FYI. Um, and they have to they have to rank them, and sometimes yeah. it's a hard decision. That <laughs> that is a hard decision. I agree. Yeah. That's a rough so one. So let's let's look over the other side of American Adventure, and I'm, not, I'm we'll just not worry about American Adventure because it's a pavilion with a quick service restaurant. They really need to have a table service, but it is what it is. Okay. Uh, the other side, you got Japan, Morocco, France, King United Kingdom and Canada, and of course the International Gateway. So all that side of World Showcase. What's your, your for your good, your bad, magical? Oh, okay. So here's what I think is a magical view that I don't think everyone does. If you go up in Canada, you have to go. Mm-hmm. There's a beautiful waterfall. If you like, walk yep. out back past the shops, which most uh, people don't do. They don't. People don't yeah. even know it's up there. I think. And you know, is it like there's oh there's a fun attraction? No, it's just really yeah. pretty. So right. I think that that's just a magical photo spot. I love just walking up there to to yep. see it really quickly. Um, also, La Cellier cheese soup. That's yes. good. Just, and maple creme brulee. Oh, and maple. Okay, I'll give you that one too. Mm-hmm. And pretzel bread. We have to add the yes. pretzel bread. Yep. And with that as well. Um, straight up amazing. Um, in terms of we all, we also hey, you know there's some cute shops in Morocco. So we what else, what else do we have in there? We have Japan, Japan, Japan Morocco, Morocco France, France. Oh, Britain and Canada. Okay, um, France. Also fantastic. The boulangerie. 
in the back of the mm-hmm. bakery. Yep. Notice everything is food centric right now. Right now I'm like <laughs> focusing like this is all this is like going to be my good. Um, the bad. I don't love it that I can hear the band from the UK mm-hmm. all the way over in like the other country. Do you know what I mean? Like the sound yeah, exactly what you mean. bleeds yep. over a little bit yep. for me. I don't love that. And I guess there's really no way around it. Then the band's right. great. Like I'm not taking away from the band at all because right. they are really, really good. What are they called right now? They used to be the, um, they the, British, were the British Invasion. invasion. And now, now they're something else. And they may have actually gone through two iterations. For whatever reason, the British Invasion, they stopped They stopped that them, one. Which they were hugely popular. Yeah, they were. A contract thing. I don't know if it was on Disney or the, the band side. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. But um, – you know, and honestly, this is unpopular too. Like, I can just kind of walk through Japan and I'm like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. But I like, there's nothing that right sucks that really me in. That's fine. And keeps I'm the me same there. way with Morocco. I'm not a big Morocco. I don't care okay. about Morocco. Okay. See, don't. and not a we'll, huge fan. We'll stop in Morocco, and yeah. I'll say that like the good part is I really feel like they did a great job with the theming because you know the mm-hmm. king king yes. of Morocco, whatever mm-hmm. the Shah, I don't know what he is, but like he sent his own artisans. So like you feel yeah. like you're walking through Morocco. I think, and I could be wrong about this now, but at one time Morocco was the only place you could go to where you were completely immersed when you could not, you had no sightline to the rest of the park. Yes. Like if you walk back into Morocco, you can't see anything else except for Morocco. Yes. Um, where other pavilions are not like that. You can Agreed. see. Like a glimpse of the water, a glimpse of fish mm-hmm. of earth in the back, yep. whatever. And so, yeah, Morocco's really, really cool. So um, I think that's cool. My, I'll start with the bad for me. Like, first of all, I don't like the congestion between uh, France and Great Britain and oh, Canada, especially yes. in festival time when they have Ireland out there. A lot of beer flowing through there. And so, it, I, like, I always tell clients, tell my families, don't. That's not a good place for the fireworks because it's just no. too congested there. Yeah. It's too much going on Way right through there. Um, the other thing I don't like is the fact that Off Kilter is not in Canada. Now, Off Kilter used yeah. to be the band that played in Canada, and they were really cool. They were good. They sounded awesome. awesome. And they have gone through – they went through a chainsaw group. They went through another musical mm-hmm. group. I think that's there now. They, they've gone through several things trying to replace – find something that fits there, and nothing fits nothing. there because nothing is as popular as Off Kilter. Yeah. And again, I don't know if – and I, I, I assume – I've heard that it was a Disney thing, not an off-kilter thing. That's what I heard. But I don't know why Disney didn't just pony up and be like, okay, you're a fan favorite. People love you guys. Oh, my gosh. You know. And they still perform in the area. Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, they still perform in other places. And, yeah. and, and you know, hey, we just paid $65 million for Fox. We can pay you guys, you know, what, $10,000 a gig or whatever you were asking. I don't know how much gig's worth or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, if Brady is not going to perform there, then they should have off-kilter right. there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, good is I love the, the kiosks that are through there are fantastic in terms of food. Ooh, Just, you know, yeah. And we'll get to that more in festival stuff, especially Canada. Cause I'll talk about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I love the whole atmosphere there. I love the, and I'll say this is good too. The, the international gateway is there and you have the boat attract <gasps> boat ride mm-hmm. to the boardwalk area, board, yacht beach clubs, Swan and Dolphin, and all yep. to Hollywood studios. And I've recommended this to many people and we've done this ourselves. When it's, when it's hot, it's July. You're there. It's hot. You've been there. We'll showcase most of the afternoon. Yep. It's three o'clock. You're sweating. You're tired. You're hungry. Go get on a boat, yes. go out there, grab a boat and just, it's a 20 to 25 minute ride to go all the way through all those mm-hmm. other places and to Hollywood studios and back, get off your feet. Sit yes. on a boat, take a nap on the boat, take two traps around or whatever. They're not going to tell you, you have to get off. No, no. just stay on the boat. And it's comfortable. It's somewhat air conditioned. Mm-hmm. You know, the air flowing through there. It's just, it's so nice. And, and it's, it's so something, beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's yeah. just, it's, it's a good place to relax. It's a good place yes. to relax, you know, and, and then go back through and get back and finish your day at Epcot. Absolutely. Um, for me, magical, and this is a hidden gem, I think, and I don't remember the name of the place, but in front of Japan, there's a little slushy, snow coney ice cream <sighs> place. It has ice milk and whatever. 
It is so freaking good. I have it never is tried so that. Oh, good. It is just like there are all kinds of different flavors and stuff. And I think I get like the regular vanilla iced milk or something. And it's just a little kiosk there right in front of the Japan Pavilion. Huh. I don't remember the name of it. It is amazing. It is it's magical for me. It's just one of those treats that I always remember. I always I love going there. I love getting that treat. Just sitting down. There's a couple of trees there. If you can find a space to stand or sit in the shade mm. there, just enjoy your your ice milk. Enjoy your slushy. It's oh, it's wonderful. Oh, it okay. So now we have to try that because I've never yes. stopped yeah. there. Yeah, and it's it, like you go you walk past a Joffrey's coffee stand. You're gonna have like 20 people long in there, or a pretzel stand, or places yeah. like that. You know. There's never more than three or four people at this little kiosk. That's true. Because people don't, people walk right by it not knowing what it is, and they just hmm. walk right by it. It's really, really good. So we nice. finished the World Showcase. Let's talk about the dining. Let's talk about dining. Oh, we'll do quick service first. Quick service, okay. kiosks, things like that. Um, good, bad, magical. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, okay. Okay, I'm going to start with good. Um, yeah. I already shouted out Sunshine Seasons as my favorite quick service in in the park. Just I, I love it. I love it. Yep, I do too. Okay. Um. Oh, wait. We're just in quick service right now, right? Yes. Just quick okay. Service. Just quick service. All right. Let's go. Bad. Honestly, okay. a little bit harder for me to find something bad. I mean, like, what food is really bad? No, not a right. lot. I will say, I I love the fish and chips at the UK, but there's no indoor seating there. Right. I yeah. wish. Yep. And when it's super hot out and you're like eating fish and chips, it's like. And you're sitting on the curb and in you're a hot sitting sun. on. Yeah. And, yeah. and the UK is really congested, as you just talked about, too. Anyway, yep. like there's just. It's always a crush of people. Yeah. I I don't go get the fish and chips as often as I would because it's just. There's no place to go. There's, there's no to place sit. to go. There's and not even sitting, a place to sit. Yeah. You're sitting on a, standing on a garbage can, eating your food on top of a garbage can. Exactly. Which, so, I mean, yeah. I'm used to during festivals, but I don't like yeah. to do that on the regs. Right. So, like, that's just not what I'm going to do. Right. Magical. Um, the little cantina taco stand outside of Mexico Pavilion. So, it's, I think it's La, La Cantina. I think so. I, I think I, I know you talked about. Like, I, I'm, I'm such a goofy person when it comes to Mexican food. I like my Taco Bell, and I like my Mexican restaurant down the street that serves the imitation tacos. I don't know that I want authentic because I'm not used to it. So, And they serve much more authentic than, at Epcot than they would, like, at oh, La, yeah. La Paz or La Quinta down the street. And I just... I'm like, this is too authentic for me. I need my Taco Bell. I need my processed. No way! Meat. Stop I, it! No. <laughs> so I never eat there. I never eat in Mexico. See, I never do. It's just, it's not good to me. Oh, just, see, and I will, and I'll just, and I'll get the little churros, and I'll sit there, I'll like look out over the water, and I watch the right? boats. So right? I mean, I don't know. I really like that. Also, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout out one for Brady. He thinks the slushy drinks in front of the American Adventure are magical. You know the the red, white, and yes. blue slushies, yep. and they got that yep. like vanilla ice cream, and it's right. Absolutely, and I don't remember other That's stuff. Good stuff. That good is good stuff. We uh, for for me the good is the fact that at World Showcase and even in, in um in Future World, but World Showcase you can find something for everybody. I oh mean, yeah. As you're walking through, there is you can get a pizza oh, yeah. slice. You can get egg rolls. My wife Stephanie loves egg rolls from China. Mm. You can get a taco for the taco stand. You can get fish and chips. You can get uh you know you can get something like the uh the, they have counter service there in Morocco. You can get yeah, like, that, kibbe and whatever mm-hmm. baklava something like that. You can get anything you want. Yeah. It's all through there. So for every taste, I mean, you don't have an excuse of well, I don't like Italian. Guess what? How about German 
or how yeah. about this or how about that? So, and it's just a, it's, a lot of it's just a walk up stand or a walk up quick restaurant or whatever. Yep. So I think it's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, the bad is um, that they don't have the seating through, all throughout Epcot yeah. where you do, no matter where you go, a lot of times you have to find a curb or you have to find a fence to lean yep. on or you have to find something. Again, you're putting your food on top of a garbage can, which I've done many a time and it sounds And they're gross. clean it's, at least. In, 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 they're clean. Ish. But it's just weird because you've got people walking over the throwing their trash away and you're like, like you're like putting your putting an egg roll in your mouth and there's somebody throwing their like like plate of just eating half eaten food and half drunk beer and they're throwing it away right. and like the, there's the oh flap God. of the can and you're like I'm eating my egg roll and you just threw your crap away and just you know, <laughs> or you know mom's bringing up dirty diapers throw them in the can right there and you're just standing on top of the garbage can just eating away and it's funny because yeah. it's true it's very true. And like in Canada, they actually have a few little tables set up mm-hmm. with some – I don't even need chairs. Give me a table at least. Just a table. Yeah, right. Table to stand on, uh, which some of the festivals have gotten pretty good about putting tables That's out, true. But, that's um, true. So that's that's just the bad for me. Uh, the magical overall – oh, I just had it in my head too with magical. Um, Sunshine Seasons. Okay. It is one of my favorite – probably one or two counter service restaurants in all of Disney World. Yes. I love Sunshine Seasons because it is – back to the whole something for everybody. It kind of is that. They've got different yes. counters – where you can get like your Mongolian chicken or whatever. You get rotisserie chicken. You get like regular chicken fingers and stuff. You get this dessert bar. And it's not very expensive for Disney. You know, right. you walk in, you got this massive amount of counter, and there's a lot of seating, a lot of places to sit. It's all indoors, so it's, you know, comfortable. Uh, Soren is right there. Living mm-hmm. with the land is right there. It's mm-hmm. great to go and have a breakfast or have lunch there. Maybe either just do or having just done Soren. And yep. maybe, you know, they did sort. Now we're going to eat, let our food settle. We're going to do living with the land. You've knocked out all those. You spend the entire morning right there in that one little park. I love, yes. I love doing that. I love such So such good food, such good food. So, so let's good. talk about counter. Let's talk about table service. All Ma- right. Good, bad, magical. Go ahead. All right. Magical for me is always going to be garden grill because I'm sitting there. The change, like the changing of the scenery because the uh-huh. whole restaurant is rotating and I'm looking over the land, which or the land, um, living with the land, which, as we discussed, is such a really cool ride. Yes. Not over yep. the gardens, but, like, over the scenes ahead of that, you know. Right. You're seeing the rainforest. Right. You're seeing the buffaloes and all the yep. cool little things. And so, it's, it's super slow, so don't feel like – we can oh, feel like yeah. – I, I, I feel that you, you don't. You, you don't. You just look up, and suddenly the leaves and trees that was right there is now kind of about five feet to your right. It's and you're a like, oh, pasture. okay. So, yep. Exactly. And then, of course, the characters are coming around, which yep. is so cool. And they, I find that the character interactions at that restaurant are really fun. I think some of the really awesome ones. Um, that one, to me, is always going to be magical. In terms of just, like, let's just talk about good dining. Um, so I have to say all of it. All of it is really good dining. But especially, <laughs> right. uh, I like, two standouts for me, um, Le Cellier. Mm-hmm. If you, I want yes. a signature, because I mean, yep. hello, that steak is amazing. Yep. Um, beer garden, because they have like a little show. The yes. buffet is really good. Yeah. It's not hard to get a seat. I yeah. mean, it's, it's it's family style table service. So you right. walk in, you're sitting right next to other families on a big long you are table, sitting with strangers. But I don't care. I mean, it's, and sometimes you meet right. people. Like once yep. we met people from our state, it was super cool. The bad. I and I'm a fan of Chinese food. I really am. I do not like Nine Dragons. Mm. It's it like says it. something about Nine Dragons that it's always available, even in when it's New Year's Eve. There's nowhere else to eat. Oh, look, Nine Dragons has a table. Yeah, <laughs> just, it's, there's a know, reason for that. Yeah, yeah. It, the, I've been there. The food is not bad. It's no, not bad. it's just. Well, I I, I kind of equate. Nine Dragons with Teppanito in Japan, which I like Teppanito more actually than Nine Dragons. Tepanito's but it's better. like it's it's 
food that I feel like you can get at a good establishment in my hometown. Exactly. Like I can get good hibachi right here in Birmingham, Alabama. And you can yeah. get a good hibachi right there in Amish country in Pennsylvania. Absolutely. So, yes, hibachi is great. Hibachi is always great. But I don't want to eat at Tempanito, get a good hibachi when I can get that at home. I'd rather have a German-style buffet that I can't get at home. Exactly. Or a Canadian steak and some maple creme brulee that I can't find mm-hmm. anywhere at home. So, 100%. And same thing with Nine Dragons. I mean, I feel like you can get that at a Benihana right. or whatever down the street. We got, a, so, we got a place over here called yeah. Chen's, and they're yep. fantastic, you know. Yep. So yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna go to Nine Dragons, you know. So right. I'm like, ooh, right. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, for me the 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 bad is probably kind of the same thing. I mean, it's mm-hmm. um, uh, and I had all this written down too, and I can't think of. I had specific yeah. things, and now you got me on the topic of food, sorry. So, like, so it's okay, it's okay. Um, let's see, dining for me the good. I do love Garden Grill, and I love ooh. the cinnamon rolls that come out. They're as big as your head, <sighs> which is amazing, so which is fantastic. Uh, the bad for me, I. I and I mentioned this earlier. I want. I wish American Adventure had a table service restaurant. Yes. Because I feel like you could do something really, really cool mm-hmm. with American style food, American style cheeseburgers and hot dogs and corn dogs. You know, have it a table service like a picnic kind of place where it's good old fashioned. You know, apple pie yeah. out of mode is one of your desserts. I mean, absolutely. Like that. Because when you have people coming from other countries, they can come here and get. You know, right. they can get whatever. And yes, some of that food is all over the place. But having a restaurant specifically devoted to that, where you can do that like a cool. like a barbecue pork rib or something like just something. Something good old-fashioned American food would be really, really cool right there. Yeah. And World Showcase, because you can't get fried chicken anywhere really in World Showcase. Um, or, or a good burger made to order that's not, you know, processed or whatever, not just done. <laughs> right. Like, like whatever. Like you an Angus, get, like exactly. You know. And so something like that would be great. So that's that's I think that's a miss on, on Disney's part. It's yeah. not doing something like that there. The magical for me is uh, I do love Canada. I love the Canadian oh, restaurant La Cellier. I love the steaks that are there. The steaks are so good. Uh, the theming is wonderful yes. there. Um, you know, you're, La Cellier means the cellar, so you're basically mm-hmm. on the bottom floor of the whole building. Yep. They have the maple creme brulee for dessert. They have these great – I hate the word poutine because it just sounds weird, but they have the poutine, <laughs> which is really good. All the food it's there really is so good. It's really good poutine, though. It's wonderful it's food. really so. good. Um, all right, so we'll do two more real quick. Let's talk about festivals. we got the, the Festival of the Arts. We've right. got the the uh, the International Flower Garden Festival, and now we have the Food and Wine okay. Festival. All three festivals. Uh, real quickly, good, bad, magical, off the top of your head for the festivals as a whole. Uh, magical? I'm not joking. Festival of the Arts is not my favorite. Really? I went really? yes. Uh, well, I mean, I'm an art like I'm a musician, so of right. course that really speaks to me. And I also did visual right. arts and stuff, so I loved how different it was. I love going around seeing the artists being showcased. They have these like cool little things where it's hands on and and they have the living artwork, like the living statues and and like the different concerts and things. I will say, and plus the weather's fantastic. I mean, it's January, February, getting out of the north. Yep. Um, So I will say, and plus they do have some special food booths set up as well, Mm -hmm. like with like special artistic looking food. I think Festival of the Arts became my favorite last year. That is really funny. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love – I think Food and Wine Festival is still my favorite. Uh, that's probably the good for me is the fa- Food and Wine Festival is great. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. But a lot of the things you get there, you're going to get at the, the Flower and Garden Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this how – the theming there is wonderful at Flower and Garden Festival. You have the topiary. Oh, yes. Themselves are artworks. And they work on those all year long. I mean they're really – they're, they're fantastic. The bad for me is I, I feel like Epcot is becoming that festival park. I don't like how they've extended every festival out further and further and further. You're going from one festival to the other almost in a matter of – and I don't – I don't. I feel like there should be some sort of exclusivity like you know, 
August, oh, like September, October, November. That's your food and wine festival. Right. It should not start in mid-August. It should not end in late November. It should do September, it's, October, November, whatever. Right. Uh, flower, flower and garden should probably end at the end of May. Maybe start in March. About two months there. Don't. I know. Yeah. I know what they're doing. It. They want the food mm-hmm. booths out there and everything. Uh, for me, the magical is the food booths themselves, <laughs> and not just the food itself, but also being able to do around the world, eating around the world, drinking around the world. Right. At Epcot. You have the passport. And I don't yes. know that it's even possible to do now because they've added so many more booths. Oh, but they've now. also added booths now, not just countries like Poland and Russia and Australia and stuff, but they've got different specific booths like the chocolate booth. And they've got a, a honeybee booth, one just for the honey, yes. which is amazing. Mm. You know, they got cheese good. booth. They had one like, like a year or two ago for barbecue and something. And just you can – like every taste is all right there. All these oh, different yeah. flavors, tastes and things like that. Um, I think it's really cool. So they're not they're not just sticking to – only countries and only country foods. They're doing right. other things with the foods, which I think is. Pretty I love awesome. that. I love that. Pretty. Yeah. So final one, uh, good, bad, magical, Epcot as a whole, the whole thing mm. all put together. And I know you love Epcot I so do. much. Yes. Yes. So yes. I am gonna say right now, I'm gonna put it in good. Okay. I think by 2021, I think I'm gonna pop it back up into magical. Mm-hmm. I just think that there are things that they've already announced that they're working on. Yes. That is yeah. going to take it from the good and right now the magic for me is still just because it's because of my love for it it's because of how long i've gone there right Um, and there are so many magical things there but as a whole like magic kingdom that's always magical for me like like the whole nine yards like all the time it's not called good kingdom it's called yeah it's called magic kingdom but epcot for me i think by 2021 it'll have been elevated yes because they'll have fixed a lot of those little things yeah if i had to if i had to say a bad about epcot i think it's and, and you'll know this as booking mm-hmm. with clients, working with people. That's the one park that I think a lot of people say, well, we're not going to go there because my kids. There's not a lot there for yes. kids to do. And people like to say that not having any idea what there actually is for kids to do. Exactly. But I think the problem with Epcot is it doesn't present itself as a kid's park. It can very easily be explained. You've got Kidcot. You've got the par- the Agent P's Adventure. Yep. You've got you know, Journey is for kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Test Track actually can be for kids depending on height size. All the character um, meets. All the character meet and greets. The restaurants. The and yeah. So there's a lot of things for kids to do there. But it's not so apparent like it is with Magic Kingdom and right. Hollywood and Animal Kingdom. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's the one that you have to explain to people. You yes, you can still go there with your kids and they'll have a good time and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with the new changes and stuff that will be that will change. It will I present so. itself as a I can take my kids to Epcot, you know, overall. Okay. I love Epcot as a whole. I mean, it's one of those parks that randomly we always find ourselves in Epcot. Like it's the park on a on a like a five or six day vacation. We end up there like three times during the week. We don't yeah. know how. It just we're in Epcot again. How did this happen? I don't know. And so, you know, there's so much to eat there. Every country oh, has yes. a restaurant besides American Adventure. We've talked about this. Every country has a restaurant. I have my favorites, you know, and I love going different places. Yeah. You know, you've got the Coral Reef, which is in the front of the park. Same thing with the Garden Grill. You know, the attractions are great. I, I love Epcot. It's To me, it is a magical park overall. It is. It's, it's yeah. the scope of Epcot. Uh, it's one of those that like will never close to capacity because if it does, that means there are about 175,000 people there and you don't want any part of you that. You do not um, want to be there. Oh know, my gosh. You know, not at all. I love how big it is. Um, I love, you know, even when you're walking world showcase, it looks so massive when you're standing at future world looking around like, Oh my gosh. But once you start walking it, all of a sudden you you're, you're in, you're in China. All yeah. of a sudden you find yourself in France and you're like, I just well, walked all that way. So it, it goes quickly, even yeah. though it's a big park. Um, so yeah, Epcot, it's magical. It really is. It really it's, is. That's fantastic. Awesome discussion on Epcot. Yeah, hey. 
Very, very good. So, of course, you are the co-host of Divas Dish Diz podcast comes out weekly. Is that pretty typically much it? weekly? Yeah, we've been yeah. little on and off this spring <laughs> just with with uh, we've got a Disneyland cast member and we've got uh, Christine just released her book. And so we've right. been a little more like every other week right now. But typically we release on Tuesdays and um, talk a yeah. little bit about Christine's book. though. Let's let's talk about that. Oh, real yeah. Quick, I don't know a lot about that. So let's let's talk about it. So she's keto fit gal. And if you uh-huh. are on the keto diet at all, you know that that's a very low carb, but um, it's like high fats and high proteins and a lot of people are having a lot of success with that and she used to be a fitness competitor keto was how she kept her weight down and um so she had let her weight get up a little bit she went back on keto and and really just kind of started getting back into that world and all she goes to disney a lot so she went through every single restaurant at disney and it is your guidebook right if you can go and you can say, I cool. want this meal, and the chefs know her, like she's friends with the chef, she has all their cards, it's literally your dining guidebook for staying on your diet and right. eating well. Because I ate with her at like a bunch of those restaurants while she's that is ordering. Awesome. And so I looked at her food, I'm like, that looks really good. Like That is an untapped market, Disney diet yeah. guidebooks or dieting guidebooks, how mm-hmm. to eat healthy in Disney. Exactly. That is an untapped market that I don't even think I've thought about until just now. And now I'm like, that's it's like the like, wheel. You don't think right. about the wheel until it's invented, and you're like, well, why didn't we have this before? This second. is amazing. And that's what that she wanted it to be. Like, there's photos yes. of the meals. It's got, like, exactly. So, and so you know, if I'm going to this place, this restaurant can accommodate me for this. Right. That so, is really cool. And it's available on Fantastic. Amazon. Um, and then if you just go to our website, ketofitgal.com. Send me a link to that, and I'll put that in the show notes okay. as well. Okay, yeah, I so will. We'll, well, I'll definitely link to will. that. So that is really, really cool so that we can find that. So um, I love it. I love it. So anything else going on in your world we need to know about? Where where would people find you on, on the line, on oh, the social media? On the, on the social medias, you will find me at Upon a Star Gen pretty much everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Also, divasdishdiz.com. It's kind of you know like where our podcast right. is is. Right. living currently but yeah i'm um i'm really heavy into like instagram and and facebook and then i do some twitter as well right but yeah you can always find me at upon a star jen so very easy cool to find me. jen thank you so much for joining us this has been fantastic great discussion so much great fun discussion. thanks so much david it's great to have be a here. good and magical not bad time see you later thank you see you bye Thank you so much to Jen Novotny up in Pennsylvania and Amish country for joining us here on the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Great discussion. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about for Epcot. It's not just a, an adult park. It's a kid's park, too. It's a park for everybody. So don't be that family that says, oh, I don't know if I can take my kids there. They may not enjoy it. They will if you let them. Follow me online again uh, on Facebook and on Twitter, on Instagram. Find me Magic on a Dollar in every place. MagicOnADollar.com is the website. Go there for Disney news and Disney updates and, of course, uh, random information that I keep posting all the time. You guys have a magical, magical week. Don't forget to thank a Phoenician. Thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar. Facebook at Disney on a Dollar. And of course, magiconadollar.com. See you real soon.